Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, my God. Lads, I've just realized a, a huge technical issue. I had the microphone facing the wrong way. <laughs> I didn't even know that my mic had a way, I'll be honest. Welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. They're likes, but are they legitimate likes? I'm Will and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Hugh. Hi Will, how are you? Uh, I'm super well, Hugh. Uh, I'm very excited because we've got a friend of the podcast returning and I I don't know if, if he's yet forgiven me for being so angry about the subject he came on about. I'm not sure that you... It was the anger that would have annoyed him. It was more the ignorance, I think. You know? Ignorance, anger. Where's the line? Yeah. And I mean, in fairness, we, we do a good trade in being both ignorant, but very, very strident about things. You know? Yeah. Ignorant and opinionated. That's the slogan of the podcast, I feel. Uh, yeah, that's legitimate likes. Ignorant and strident toothpaste. I don't know what strident but who means. Is this? who is this mysterious guest? Are we going to walk over a hill and we're just going to see him there feeding under a tree? Oh, let's do one of Michael's stupid things. Oh, Hugh, I'm cold in this forest. Let's go up past that tree over there. (gasps) He does move in herds. Whoa! Deck! Deck! Problematic age gap between the characters. Hi, Deck, how are you? I'm very well. What what you guys don't realise is I've been secretly funding this podcast the whole time. So, like, you owe me big time. And I'm going to call in a ridiculous favour and ask you to back a bad idea I have, which was probably to do this podcast. It's it's lovely to be back. It is. It's great to see you guys again. Uh, It's great to see a full house, but not to give anything else away. But um, yeah, I'm hoping we've a we've a better discussion um, than we did around the the poor old Super Bowl. And I figure, like, what's a better Super Bowl sequel than uh, a film about dinosaurs? You know? mm. I, hate, I hate mm. to immediately change the subject, but I just caught a fly in midair and killed it with my bare hands. No I'm way. Take a picture of it. How, and I'm a vegetarian, so that's a big deal. How big of a did fly? you capture it in amber, maybe for future use, which would have been no. But, but I think I could because there's a bit of blood in it. It looks like it was like a sort of mosquito. So maybe I'd. Wow, this is an exciting thing. I mean, I don't... And did you pluck it out with two fingers? Or... Uh, it was a finger and my my uh, opposable thumb. Mm. Uh, Do you have a different thumb? Like a non-opposable thumb as well? I, I have a disposable one as well. Oh, that is disgusting. 
yeah, well, that's uh, this is not a video podcast for that's quite for a fly though. that's quite a big fly that's not a little that's not a little midge that's a serious I think it was just very close to the camera I don't think it was actually very big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always get fooled by that speaking of not very big our producer Michael is here with us today shortest man in Ireland <laughs> hi guys yeah and it's not just me it's a full court press today guys because we got on you too what does full court press mean Michael? yeah what does that mean Michael <laughs> <laughs> it's a way of making coffee, isn't it? It's, Do you have any, any idea? It's, it's I think it's when, when the Supreme Court sits in full. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they need a big press to put all their files in. And suppress. Are we about to, t- yeah. we about to yeah, take yeah, away women's t- rights? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah, well, all of, the, all of the main characters in the film are about to discuss are women, so, I mean, that's at least positive, you know? <laughs> How are you, Anya and Michael? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. Sorry, Anya. You can yeah, speak ask, for yourself. Ask Anya first, but Michael jumped in first. That's pretty classic. Uh, no, we're, I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm very excited about this episode. Michael and I have been eagerly discussing it all day yeah. and having to stop ourselves from talking about it because the gold was just too good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I wanted you to stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anya, th- what do this you week? think a full court press is? I know what oh, it what is. What is it? Oh, it's an aggressive basketball team. <laughs> You've just Googled that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the first line of a Wikipedia entry if ever I heard one. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the confidence with which you... Yeah. Yeah, right. Fair play, oh, well fair done. play. I would not have called her up on that. I would have just been impressed. <laughs> <laughs> an aggressive basketball tactic is something you've read. <laughs> I actually think this might be a good chance to get into the quiz because I actually have a basketball-themed question Ooh. for you. Is it about the oh, Toronto right. Raptors? Oh... Dexter, <laughs> the quiz. Sorry, I forgot that about guessing the quiz before the quiz, De- but this De- is definitely a new level. Legitimate Jeopardy. <laughs> well, I guess that brings us. To so, I guess it's yeah. no longer a good time to start the quiz. <laughs> it's a good time to frantically Google a new question for the quiz. I have, I have another. What is the origin of the full court press? Uh, well, where where the Raptors got their name from in 1995 was from the movie Jurassic Park. So I guess I'll let Michael yeah. get into his quiz. Yeah, sure. Well, I suppose just to, just to kick it off, this week we're discussing... He always he... does that. <laughs> Someone does the kickoff. If you're on a football team, yeah. they do the kickoff and you just And he just picks the ball the up again. And start yeah. again. Yeah. I'd like to call to this... You're what they would have called back in the day on a GAA pitch, a shaper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you don't yeah, pass... Yeah. You're a, a glory. There was a guy, Michael, the listeners don't need me to tell them, one of the most famous English cricketers of all time was a guy called W.G. Grace, who played in the early 1900s. He played from when he was about 16 till he was about 65 for England. And he was incredible. He was one of the greatest players of all time. But he was apparently also just the worst man in the world. And what he used to do, he really reminds me of you in that sense, because if he was batting... And he was given out. In other words, he was out. And the umpire told him, well, you're out. You have to go. He turned to the umpire and said, the people have come to see me bat, not you, umpire. So I'm staying where I am. And he would continue to play. And that's really the vibe I get from you here. That's amazing. I love it. Of course I love his Matsy. That's incredible. Um, yeah, look, this week we're discussing one of the all-time great movies and also one of the all-time biggest movie franchises. So we're talking about Jurassic Park, the 1993 blockbuster dinosaur action adventure. Um, ethical dilemma, yeah. Ethical dilemma, dilemma about but ethics also, and science, yeah. <laughs> absolute banger of a film. 
Um, it's beloved by anyone who was a child in the 1990s or indeed uh, anyone who was an adult in the 1990s, I think. Um, and, and the Jurassic Park films are, are still plopping out as recently as, as this year. Plopping is a fantastic way to describe Thank you. Well. Thank you, Anya. I could have gone with hatching. I could have gone with anything. No, but, no, but I think it does, like, what you're saying is, like, what's coming out isn't great, but it seems to come out with relative ease. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's 100%. Sort of like, that is the tagline of podcasting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one big pot of shit, yeah. Um, all right, into the quiz. First question. Um, so Jurassic Park, the, the first movie, um, is... Two hours and seven minutes long. Like Maybe 17 question. minutes long. Um, how, how long are dinosaurs on screen for? There's no dinosaurs in the first 20 minutes, unless you count the bones and the ground. So it's, 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 it's 20 minutes before they do that stand-up sunglasses amazing piece, right? So that's 20 minutes off the clock. Um, are we including dead dinosaurs, Michael? And then... And yeah, then the the, yeah, the, any, any the breakout's not for like an hour and a half into the film, like where they actually all, hmm, yeah. There's that Stegosaurus that's, that's dying, and then there's a mound of it's poop. A triceratops. It's a triceratops. triceratops. It's Jesus Will's not well. seen this film. Jesus it's like, Christ. this is a Super Bowl, bowl all over. It is. Look, they've got spiky bits on them, and they're big, they're big hippo-y, uh, scaly hippos. So let's say, and that, that first scene, maybe you get sort of five minutes or so, and then with the T-Rex, what, we probably get a total of, I'm going to bravely say there's maybe like 18 minutes in total of dinosaur on screen time. Because you know that thing about like the first alien film, the aliens on screen for like 90 seconds or something. Mm. Like I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of Jeff Goldblum's chest. There's a lot of not Richard enough, Hammond. Enough. Yeah, there we go. Um, Michael loves that because that's the height his head would be at if he met Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'd, I'd be aiming quite low here. here. Um, directly at Michael, in fact. Um, so... <laughs> I think it's under 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. even less. I'm going to go 12 minutes. Will, what about you? I'm going to say seven. Well, I think, I think I'm think i going to give it to you, I guess. It's 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. So you're, you're, I think probably the average of your guesses was close close enough. Um, but nine minutes of that are, are animatronics, so actual sort of puppet robot, I guess. And the other and ones then, were real dinosaurs. Actual dinosaurs, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Six minutes of it was 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 CGI, which when you think about today's films, you know you have hours upon hours of CGI. Mm. Uh, it's quite a uh, so quite did a, they could have you know, didn't, quite a feat. They could have won an Oscar. Didn't didn't uh, Anthony Hopkins win an Oscar for like seventeen minutes in Science of the Lambs? Yeah. And Judy Dench was on in Shakespeare in Love for about. I don't think she was even in the film. I think she, she did just wandered ca- onto she did set a cameo and, and won yeah. an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. as she should. Yeah. But pretty, pretty impactful for a film that, uh, you know, we all, like, you remember the dinosaur bits, but there weren't that many of them, you know? <laughs> you remember the dinosaur bits. Jurassic <laughs> yeah, Park, you remember the dinosaur bits. That put, was Roger put Ebert's that on the review, I think, wasn't it? Make sure they put it on the poster, yeah, yeah. Jaws, <laughs> re- you remember the shark bits. <laughs> I remember some dinosaur bits. That's a good point. How long is um, a shark on I mean, God, God, God forbid, I, like, I, I think Michael might be kind of right here, though, is that, like... The, the people who made the the films that came after it only remembered the dinosaur bits and forgot to put any actual film into the yes. other films. Mm. The yeah. other films yeah, are terrible, and I kind of don't really want to talk yeah. about them that much because Jurassic yeah. Park is a great film that has dinosaurs in it, and the other films are just dinosaurs yeah. in a there's, film. It's uh, there's that's... no need to go there. There's no need to go. Yeah, I'm happy enough. Are they, is it sort of like is it sort of like the Land Before Time? Are the other ones, the Land Before Time. That was dinosaurs in a film. That was great. That though, was dinosaurs. Wasn't it? 
uh, the Land Before Time. I think there's 25 Land Before Probably Time. Probably too sad for you, Anya. Saddest. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember as a child watching that and there'd be like, I'd have to wring out my clothes afterwards. I just cried so much. Like, sweating. Like, sweating. <laughs> oozing perspiration. <laughs> watching Little Foot. What was he called? Little? Little Foot. Sorry, Little Anya. Foot trying to find his mother who kept appearing in dust. And it was just like, why do you think this is good kids? These kids, these poor little kids are trying to make it in the world. And... Where were they trying to get to? The land before time. The right? promised no. land, no. or big yeah, rock. I remember? Yeah, they, yeah were... they were getting. They were get, trying to get to Cape Rock. Remember. The elephant <laughs> graveyard. Graveyard. No. Um, anyway, Michael, sorry, I let you, I'll let you crack on with your quiz. What well, do you want to go on with your Toronto Raptors yeah. question now? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in the first film, mm. what is his job? He's a What's he's a he's a chaotician, which is not a word, but it's definitely something I wanted to be when I was twelve. Uh, so yeah, he's a chaotician. Is that what he's what described he as when, when you meet him? Yeah, he's a mathematician. He describes himself as a mathematician, and then he goes on to say that he's interested. Do you know why I know this? Because earlier today I read the entire script of the first film <laughs> no. from start no to finish. Oh, yeah. That's a. Am- I found I, well, I read it in about forty-five minutes, but I sped I sped read. But Did I, you do I the dinosaur voices? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's more like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they put like dolphin voices and everything. Like the dinosaur voices are this fun yeah. sound production. They probably should have won Oscars for that stuff. Like they basically. They did win. They did win an Oscar for best oh, sound I didn't know in that. the Oscars in nineteen. There we go. Because like they basically invented what we think dinosaurs sound like, and it was just like let's let's have some dogs chase some dolphins and see what happens. Tie a bunch <laughs> of cats together. Now, that's a film uh, I'd want to see. Sound directing or sound editing or something and visual effects Ooh. in Manchester. Uh, so yeah, sorry that was that was my question. Uh, but I've read the script, so come at me. You know. Are there are there <laughs> any good script directions? You know, are there any interesting like non exit pursued by a dinosaur kind yeah, of stuff? Exactly. <laughs> I, I I texted Michael my favorite line in the whole thing, which is still Samuel L. Jackson saying, "Hold on to your butts." Mm. <laughs> so, uh, which is probably good advice if there's a raptor. Oh, that's so, it's good it's advice, so funny that. As a thing, yeah. it's like hold on to your butts. If the response is they're like, oh, oh okay, uh, well, we're, we're sitting down. So, do you want me to sit on my hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sit on your hands. Uh, okay, but then like, won't we need the guns and be able to drive the? Okay, well, some of you hold on to your butts. <laughs> some of you spiritually hold on to your butts, and others get the guns. You know, it's so silly. Do we know how they got the cigarette butt to stay in his mouth? Because it's unbelievable. He kept right? his hand on his butt. I think it's an animatronic <laughs> CGI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was seven minutes of the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think the scene where he says that is when he's rebooting a computer or something. So every time I reboot my computer, I'm going to shout that now. <laughs> I, I think nearly every line in the film is, is quotable in some way like there's there's one a friend of the pod John would always go back to it's just like find Nendry check the vending machines it's just, it's just such an incredible <laughs> little line like, uh, like every every little piece of it is like is a, is a good line and a good guy mm. like people always say that the Empire Strikes Back is like you know there's only a hundred lines in it and they're all perfect I think every line in Jurassic Park is like an amazing little yeah piece of writing there's yeah. economy economy yeah. yeah yeah exactly okay well hold on to your butts for the third question. yeah final question so which of these uh dino facts which are uh w- on, on which the plot of jurassic park is is based uh are true mm. so uh first is that t-rex's vision is based on movement second is that velociraptor was covered in la- in scaly lizard-like skin uh, and then the third is that certain animals 
including some African frogs, can change their sex in response to their environment. This is the biology round. This is the e- easiest one of these. Only the third. Only the third one can be true because we we just can't know the first two. They're just like, they're just made up, right? We don't know. How would we know what their skin actually None was of us or has what been they sounded? A T-Rex, like? Yeah. yeah. Like there is the frogs are definitely real. But like, that's the only thing. <laughs> oh, that is a whole other podcast, actually. Yeah. Hugh and I have got an interesting. It's Sorry. called Q a Frog, and we do not think frogs are real. <laughs> there, there is. I, I know that people say, and by people I mean uh, paleontologists, um, which I think is the correct <laughs> answer, um, say that their velociraptors were all feathery and wing winged. Not winged, but feathery. They're big mm. old chickens. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, as, as, as the kid says, a six-foot turkey. And, yeah. Yeah, and the frogs, yeah, I mean, uh, other animals change their sex as well. There are fish that change their sex too. So I'd say that's pretty legit. Yeah. But he, he's picked like. two things we can't possibly know, which is like what the inside of a dinosaur's brain was and what the outside of a dinosaur's skeleton was. And one thing which we could plausibly know, which is something about an animal that's alive now. Like, it's a bad question, you know? It's like... Will, you seem I... very confident. Are you confident that the raptor's one is false? No, no, he said they had scaly skin. So the first two are false. De- Dex right. He just did it in a more cutting and mean, clever way. Than I did. <laughs> Which is a high Deck bar right. to pass in this quiz with you. Here yeah. Well. yeah. Dex is right. Dex has taken me apart there. Yeah, it's... it's uh, so yeah, certain animals can change their, their sex in response to the environment. Although, I guess if it's that obvious, maybe the Jurassic Park scientists should have should have thought about that when they were mixing up the frog DNA, you know? Well, they hadn't seen the film. Yeah. Michael, Michael what... what? What state would the environment need to get to for you to switch sex? Do you think like like? Well, I'm not saying it would be a decision, but what do you think would have to happen in the environment for you to so, undergo that? Shift? I think so. I think in in nature, it's usually responsive to the number of 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 potential mating partners. So I think if I walked into Sorry, a room, I don't really right. understand that because that number has always been zero for me. As in the number of potential, so so yeah, there are again. if there's like a population of hundred <laughs> frogs in a swamp, and seventy I mean, of them are male. My God, I've gone down to the swamp, and every every single one of those hundred frogs has has turned the other way. Don't worry, mate. Play more frogs in the swamp. This is a real frog party. But uh, if if like seventy of them are male, then 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 you know whatever. To, you know, some of them will change will change to female in order to sort of balance out the ecosystem. Sorry, so are you saying if you went to a nightclub and seventy percent men, you'd say I pref- like my chances better as a woman? I I don't know how unleash. I don't think the... I don't think it would happen on one night, but I think if I went out five nights in a row and that was the case, I think yeah, it could happen. I'd suggest that you don't really need to change the sex. Yeah, yeah, you could just. Yeah, sexuality as opposed to sex. I was going to say, what if you what if you met a slightly taller, cloned version of yourself? But again, you might just stop. Yeah, I think we should thank our lucky stars that hasn't happened because you'd be having Michael and Michael over for dinner, Michael and Michael's wedding. Yeah. yeah. Deck, Deck, if I was taller, I would be unstoppable, and you know what? <laughs> it's the only thing. You'd, if I was taller, you'd just be waist deep in that swamp. <laughs> Assuming the swamp is six inches deep. God's beauty in how he moves that he bestowed upon you some gifts but he said ah, 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 not too much you need to yeah. this it's just yeah. yeah it's just it just shows that someone's looking out for us all yeah. no, you know nothing what, from the top shelf give, what did he take away from the rest of us the level of self-belief Michael has maybe I don't know <laughs> yeah. my great hair although Michael are you, go- are you good at sports no 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 
Yeah, so you didn't get that. No, either. well, the thing is, I'm good at individual sports, which is a very As in one thing. sport at a time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unihawk. Yeah, exactly, sport, literally right? Unihawk, yeah. Yeah. Talk us through the individual sports that you're so good at. <laughs> right Running, running's all right, right? Running's an individual ah, sport. Swimming, but being no, good at it is like you've just—it's—it's it's like being good at loading the dishwasher. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, I've just—I've gotten really. I tell you what, yeah. I am aces at loading the dishwasher. It's like I'm when I when I load the dishwasher, when that dishwasher opens, it's like some sort of homeware catalog when it comes out. The arrangement that I've got in it—it's unbelievable. Sometimes I get too lazy. To, oh, don't say if, it, don't like, Two thirds of the no. way through, one third might be going oh. back. It's so bad. Are you joking? It's so bad. No wonder there's a climate crisis. You garbage person. You just you just take out a plate, spit on it, and put it back in the dishwasher and run it again. Send it back. Run, run it again. This is why the world is ending. It's not corporate responsibility. It's all on you. It's on his dishwasher. You in- putting plastic bags inside a fish and then throwing it into your washing machine <laughs> you just you just wander into the kitchen of a morning and your husband's like we unpack the dishwasher just say not today let, let it go again <laughs> yeah. yeah you heard me and I don't know how to stack a dishwasher Anya I'd, I'd gladly take you through it I'd gladly I'd, I'll, be, I'll be over I'll be over tonight the velociraptors in that kitchen would be more handy around the dishwasher, I'd say. <laughs> what would you say is more terrifying? Realising there's a velociraptor in your kitchen or hearing Michael say, I'll be over tonight. <laughs> it's kind of six of one, isn't it? <laughs> uh, small, wiry, flesh-eating beings. I'm much better at opening the door handles, though. <laughs> I don't know if you are. I don't know if you are. <laughs> like, some of those handles are quite high. <laughs> Do you have a little step ladder? Do you have a top top latch on your uh, your front door or anything now? No, that wouldn't be safe <laughs> he has for to, me. He has to jump up and like swing off at like a cartoon cat to open his front door. Presumably, you couldn't childproof the house when you had the kids. I'm not a borrower. Like I'm not that small. Because <laughs> you <know? Like, laughs> your wife put a gate at the top of the stairs for you. <laughs> Uh, but to, to get back to Jurassic Park, yeah, so yeah. one of the, uh, Michael, do you want to take the people through a very significant con that we hit on today that we think? Yeah, yeah, let's get into the pros and cons. So one of the things Anya and I were, were shooting the breeze about Jurassic Park earlier today, and we both hit on the same point, which is that you start with um, a premise which is so high concept and fun, you know, like dinosaurs have been brought back from the past, but then the plot that you use to sort of explore that idea is the most mundane the most boring possible option, which is that it's what? What is it again? It's kind of like an insurance assessment. It's an insurance inspection for the investors to make yeah. sure that the park it's, is up to code. It's bizarre. It's absolutely which bizarre. Inexplicably, isn't carried out by maybe like one of the big four firms. Yeah. <laughs> they've, yeah. they've they've plumped for a mathematician, yeah. a paleo but bot but botanical <laughs> paleo. Keep going. A paleo a paleo botanist. Uh, Laura Dern and a paleontologist yeah. and a lawyer. I Why is Jeff Goldblum uh, there? Yeah. Okay, so that's a ridiculous question that I don't understand. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> Jeff Goldblum oh, sorry. with Jeff his Goldblum shirt open lying down? And that's, I mean, and, and also just the way he chunners away to himself. 
Just I yeah, watch him in anything, just sort of saying, "Yeah, yeah." They have they've done well there. They've done well there to get him in. You know, but it just frustrates me that the first twenty minutes of the film, uh, certainly for a child watching it or a young person watching it, is not very fun. How would you guys open the film? Well, I think it should have just been that the two kids and Laura Dern and Sam Neill are just there on a tour. Ah, oh, that's, yeah. that's dumb. Yawn! All the other films are people are inexplicably on an island full of dinosaurs and then get eaten, and we don't care. That's I, all I, I want to see, Jack! Yeah. But, but they're, they're worse films. Like, the reason this film is good, and this sounds kind of weird, but the reason it's good is, like, you basically have, like, six scientists discussing whether or not it's a good idea to clone dinosaurs and then the dinosaurs prove by eating people that you know the scientists were mostly right like that that's the best stuff in the film is like if this was a, a film made now there would be one scientist character right who would be eccentric and weird he'd be like yeah. the scientist in independence day or the scientist mm. in those other films yeah. who's just a generic nonsense person with glasses who goes and dinosaurs but <laughs> this film has like five different scientists all sitting around discussing whether or not they should have cloned the dinosaurs like that's what the lawyer is actually about and that's, why? What, that's why it's good because it's about something it's like the way the godfather is a film about gangsters deciding whether they should get into the drug business like most of the godfather is people talking about whether they should get into the drugs business and then there's also some cool murders mm. but like if you just had cool murders you would have a bad film if you didn't have all of the like the weighty ethical discussions that's that's, oh, I Cedric, that's what i love like about jurassic park <laughs> it's so cool all the great lines are the zingers about like standing on the shoulders of giants and you put these plants here because you think they're pretty but they're poisonous man eats like man creates dinosaurs god destroys man like these are all brilliant lines and they're Ooh. nothing to do with dinosaurs yeah. eating random tourists there's no quotable lines in any of the other jurassic park films because there's no story in any of the Jurassic Park films. It's just oh, dinosaurs no. eating people. We lost with the lost world. We lost the world. It's a good point. I also I, I agree with everything Dex said. I also think, Dex, for any of our non-Irish listeners, they're all like, why does he keep saying film? <laughs> you know, there's definitely you like and, and we all do it, Dex, but you 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 have just gone full court press on that. You you have really <laughs> you've nearly made it a three syllable word. And I absolutely love it. There's probably people in America just thinking, what is going on here? What's a film? Yeah, I've sort of become desensitized to that because it's one of the biggest cultural barriers. You guys called him out very politely on that in a way that you did not call me out. You called me out very rudely on this in Lord of the Rings when I said pronounced Helm Steve. Helm Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Helm. Will also uh, recently nearly lost his mind when he realized that in Ireland we just call it a scissors. Not a pair of scissors? Yeah. Yeah. That's each a, individual stick a scissor that's ridiculous that's yeah, not ridiculous never... this it's not ridiculous because that's what it is you can't say a scissor it's fucking ludicrous i'm gonna have in my house a broken pair of scissors and whenever an irish person asks for a scissors i'm gonna give you half and say do you want the other half yeah it's in the press you're gonna be that kind of dad are you that sort of like oh, oh can i can i have a glass of water i don't know can you <laughs> No. You can. You're physically capable of it. Capable, but may you? Ooh, well, like that joke is just for you. No, it's it's the worst thing. kind of joke. Different thing. That's the totally. Kind of joke. I've it's arbitrarily like a little... drawn a line in the sand. I, I don't think we can get away from the fact that, like, 
Michael and Anya have spent most of the day talking about that the worst thing about Jurassic Park is the fact that it's actually a good film, not just dinosaurs eating people. It's <laughs> well, like their yeah, their cut yeah. of Jaws you is have... just the end of Jaws where the shark blows up and not the like, <laughs> hour and a half of tense film before the, the shark shows up at and all. Michael, <laughs> you love admin more than anything else. You'd love that it's this. I do. You got so excited when you heard that Ray Fiennes was going to be introduced into the Bond universe <laughs> and you said to me, not an ounce of irony, not an ounce of anything. He just said, maybe he's going to be a minister. And that was the most exciting thing you could think that would happen in James Bond. You are not telling me that a scandalous insurance inspection isn't like the height of your dreams. Yeah, surely the only disappointment is when the dinosaurs come. <laughs> yeah. Deck is really, <laughs> yeah, Deck is really, uh, has, has really turned me around on this, actually. It makes me realise how uh, fickle and it's insubstantial my opinions are. But um, I, uh, the one thing I th- that I do like in the start of the film, sorry, I like a lot of the start of the film, but the thing that really makes it home for me is the, is the you know, the cartoon, the exposition bit, the mm. Mr. DNA? Unbelievable. Yeah. That guy should be in every film because I tell you what, 20 to 30 minutes into any film, I need that guy to, to sort me out about what's going Schindler's on. Going on. You yeah. the we you always talk Schindler's about list? the same thing. Well, like, when, I remember when I was watching Dunkirk, right? And they're all talking about them. Well, firstly, that film's going back and forth. I, like, like, like what war business. is this? Well, they yeah. were going back and forth. To that was the whole thing. They're talking about the mole. I'm like, which one of these guys is the mole? Uh, uh, anyway... Turns out the mole wasn't a guy. But I could have done with a little cartoon man explaining me halfway through that film. A little mole popping up again. Hello there. I spend most of my time underground, but I understand the plot of this film. No, Mr. It DNA would be just does, fine. It does exposition really well. Like I think that is a fair point. Like it explains a lot of the film to you in a yeah. way that's somehow quotable and not like really boring. Yeah. Um and that's why I think like the, the five scientists thing is kind of funny because there are people having a conversation that kind of makes sense. Like there's no main character, apart from the dinosaurs, there's no main character in Jurassic Park. Like another film like this would take a journalist yeah. to go and write a story and they would just ask questions on behalf of the audience and have shit explained to them. And that's boring. Yeah. That's every film, right? It's a newspaper article or a yeah. magazine writer. Whereas this is just actual characters talking about like I, science yeah. and cloning and how they love dinosaurs. And we're just kind of in the room that, with them. I think it's cool. I think I'll go even further than that saying there's no main character. I, and I think this this is one of the criticisms when it first came out before they knew before it turned out that everyone loved it. The critics, uh, you know, took took fault with it on the basis that there's no character actually. Like these 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 people who we see on screen, they don't develop at any point. They're not consistent through time. They don't really we don't really have a sense of any who any of these people are. And you know what? That's actually fine. The film works fine. Turns out don't need characters. All right. What what do you guys think? I I I'm, I just love the film so much. I think all the characters are great. But I'm happy to hear what will and hugh think i i think all the characters are different people like you actually couldn't confuse them yeah different actors like you, you understand like they where totally they're different. coming from they look totally different yeah, yeah. yeah. some of them are kids like way that, smaller that one guy that one guy wears a hat i wonder did they did they intend on like did they intend on jeff goldblum stealing the show you know like or did they want yeah. sam neil and laura dern to be the absolute center and like because you kind of like i i like um what are their names? Alan Grant and Ellie Spatter. Yeah. Did you say Ellie Spatter? <laughs> oh my god, Anya! <laughs> Hello, I'm Doctor Spatter. That's like Mister DNA. He, Doctor Spatter, explains how you clean up a spill. But that's the kind of that's the kind of name 
dreams that Americans have. Like Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) (laughs) Husband is called Chasten. Americans have very unusual names. I I don't think Anya can be saying Americans have unusual names. Yeah, but my name's not like Cooper Spatter (laughs) or something. Our names are 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 thousands of years old, so you can you can <laughs> take your coopers and your and your masons and your chastens and your your doctor spatters, and you can. You, when we did the last podcast, right at the start of the recording, Hugh made a joke about a sea bag Montefiore always pays his debts, and it flew right <laughs> over my head. And I was sitting there, and like, I do not get that reference at all. And like weeks later, it dawned on me. That's actually Will's name. That's 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 Will he's talking about. I, I just thought you bag Montefiore. I don't know. What that means. I thought you were struggling with the Game of Thrones reference, not with the. No, I was just struggling with like I don't know who that is. I love that you politely were just like. Good. Yeah, very good. Um, guys, I know we did did the quiz, but I've got a couple of challenges as we go through this this episode. And um, yeah. basically, I've got some cryptic dinosaur clues. You need to work out what dinosaur. Uh, it is I'm, I'm I'm talking about here, okay? So see if you can work this out. Now I will say, smile. full disclaimer: his little this, face just I, lights. I woke up, up in the it was it was hot last night, and I woke up in the middle of the night and thought of these at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I've just reread them for the first time now, so bear with me, okay? So as a group, can you work out which? And, and by the way, these are all major dinosaur. What would you call them? Brands? No, d- d- um, species. <laughs> that uh, genres. So, so Again, you're what's wrong with the world. <laughs> Pop-Tartosaurus by Nestle. <laughs> so which dinosaur is this? I'm going to see if any of the Duchess of York's t-shirts fit me. <laughs> okay. Um, I Yeah, I'm going to see if... Okay, uh, yeah, I know what this is. Ferg, fer, Ferg. No, I know what this is and it's very good. Fergosaurus. <laughs> no. I, I'm going to try Sarah's tops. Oh, Michael, you've won me over. You've won me over. I think we have a new podcast. Yeah. Whew, that's it. Oh, sorry. Fergusaurus, that was a good guess. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll come back to uh, to cryptic dino clues uh, later in the podcast. Sorry, sorry. The other thing is, Michael, when you think Sarah, you go straight to the Duchess of York. (laughs) What? It's kind of, it's, it's a good one, though, because, I mean, who other famous Sarahs are? Sarah... Palin? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Sarah Pascoe? I can only think of British comedians. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Can I say something about the Triceratops? <laughs> I can't hear anything else now. Like, I think this film was so good at making us care about the dinosaurs that one thing I remember after the film was everyone wondering like what what happened to the to the sick Triceratops? Like, there's that scene in the middle of the film where they go and they check on the Triceratops and it's not well and she checks his gross little tongue and she <laughs> scoops up a big load of his poo and she's kind of... And there's that great scene where Alan Grant is lying on the Triceratops breathing in and out mm. and it's really amazing and the kids are all fun, surprised. It? It's amazing. And, like, I, I think the film was so good at making you care about, like, animatronic dinosaurs mm. that, yeah. like, even the character of the Triceratops was somebody who you cared about. So I remember in school, people were like, yeah, but, like, what happened to the Triceratops? But, like, <laughs> in the book, if you're, re- if you're reading the book, the Triceratops was actually okay. It just had, like, a like a liver problem, but the Triceratops is actually fine. Aww. I was like, that's an amazing feat for a filmmaker to make you care about a dinosaur that you see for, like, yeah, three yeah, minutes. Yeah. But afterwards, yeah. when there's all this storm going around, you're like, Jesus, I hope that 
that triceratops. I mean, Michael did just say he thinks it looks like fun to lie <laughs> on a dying endangered animal. Is that what you do in the zoo, Michael? <laughs> no, no, it's just a way. Michael, are you still going on your big game? Hold oh, <laughs> yeah, remember that... Cedric, Cedric, Cecil, Cecil the lion? That was Michael. I didn't. Yeah. I, I've. I don't believe I have to say this, but I've never killed a lion. Okay, I want to disclaim that. Not for want of trying. <laughs> he's a bad shot it's not his fault yeah. it pays a man to do it sit back on the jeep uh, in your in your, he, in your, in your, your safari hat. suit smoking a cigar and did you ever manage to do that thing where you were actually hunting man remember you were trying to pay to go to that island no. did that ever pan out or? No, it never came yeah, off that's what Michael did for his dad <laughs> I only showed up to day two of that stag. Yeah, the day one, a lot of people were really unhappy. And it was really expensive as well. You know, usually you throw in 150 quid, what was it, five grand? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Uh, Sorry, Michael, back to your challenge. I've got a cryptic dino clue for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what, What dinosaur can't you hear when they're in the bathroom? Uh, Okay, we should get this. Um, uh, now, uh, mm. <laughs> were you going to ask if I know what I'm doing? I, I was going to ask, is it a real dinosaur? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know how, you know, they're like, oh, who's the dinosaur who got shot in oh, yeah. the bum? And it's the Megasaurus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's a brilliant. Hold on to your butts, yeah. guys. Uh, no, no. <laughs> also, one. like, sorry that I said I asked that question as though I was a seven-year-old telling a teacher in school a joke and was a bit nervous about it. The dinosaur I... that got shot in the bum. I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, you can't hear it if it's in the bathroom. A diplodocus. A, a, Terra. I don't think we're gonna get there. Declan was close there. Pteranodon? Ter, ter, no. It's a pterodactyl, but why? Because he's. he's ter- there's terror. Is dactyl some sort of uh, a tablet that you take? No. No, guys, you can't hear it in the bathroom because the pee is silent. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that all That's by amazing. Myself. That's amazing. You wrote that? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. I, I love I it. I came up with it out of my head. Now that's podcasting. Will we, will we try another cryptic, cryptic dino clue? Mm. Okay, I, these, these get harder as they go on, okay? So, um, okay. So the clue on this one, again, major dinosaur species. Um, the clue for this one it was, is, it was nice of my good friend Stephen to make the trip to observe us. And I'll give you two, two, two sub-clues. It's Stegosaurus. <laughs> I think it's Stegosaurus too, yeah. It is. We've done enough crosswords for it so you, you just know yeah, you need exactly. a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. But I mean, are you, hang on a second. So let's try and break this down. So, I th- so I th- no, 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 Michael, you stop speaking I... for a second, okay? So yeah. the good friend Stephen is obviously Stee. And then he made yeah. the trip, so Stee go. And then yeah. to, to, to see us, so it just became Soros. Soros. It's, so it's only, it only works, that's what I was going to say, it only works if Will says it. Basically. Stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah. See? Oh. See? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. That's Same. if your mate's name nickname happens to be Stega. <laughs> no, it actually means his name his nickname has to be Ste. 
<laughs> which is the most clunky way of abbreviating Stephen. Steph. Two for two, guys. I am impressed that you guys are interpreting. Michael, I was so excited. You know that anytime you suggest anything, I'm just automatically against it based on our 17 <laughs> years of friendship. But I was so won over by your first clue and you followed it up with one of the worst things. I, like that was, oh my, like that was a, I thought, I thought that was, was a so real good. Dr. Ellie spatter of a clue there now, Michael. <laughs> A stinker. Well, we still got one left. We'll come back to it later. Oh, great! Thank you, man. Um, can I ask what are your favourite? Stegosaurus. Yeah, Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. But is that what you think I sound like? Because I know yeah. I'm not smart. But <laughs> yeah, well, Jesus. All right, right bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was our favourite scenes? Can I make a submission? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even wait. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say I think the landmark scene, the whole thing is when the, the whole vision is based on movement thing and the whole thing where the Sam, Neil and Lex are trying to hide behind the car while the T-Rex is moving. It's, it all comes and, together. It's great, yeah. Yeah, and it's so scary and so tense. Yeah. And I think it's one of the great scenes of yeah. of, of, of movies all time. The dinosaur comes <laughs> down through the roof. Yeah, yeah. It, it, everything about that and the, the flare. Like there's a whole... Mm. It's maybe like five minutes long and it's just perfect. And it still looks amazing when you look at it. Yeah, it's, it's still so scary. But what are your favorite scenes? My, mine, is, uh, mine is the scene where the, uh, the, the first scene where you see a dinosaur, where you see, or where you see the Brachiosaurus, where uh, he, uh, Grant reaches down and turns Sadler's head and look at the, brachio, look at the Brachiosaurus. Yeah, he, he kind of fumbles his sunglasses off and, and, and looks at it. And it's incredible. And, and also, the CGI from this film has held up unbelievably well. I don't really know. Michael, did you know... That was voted the 28th most magical moment in movie history. Really? I'd, I'd put it no, higher. Because, like, the, the other thing is, like, have you ever probably. tried to... Mm. So, yeah, he, he they both take off the sunglasses. So he kind of, like, stumbles yeah. on his. But then when he, he does, he grabs her head and spins it around. And she stands up and does something that's quite hard to do, which is she stands up and pulls her sunglasses off at the same time. I feel like if <laughs> I tried that, I would take my eye out with the stem and the sunglasses. It's a really <laughs> graceful kind of, like... She's a pro. She's a pro. Movement. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then you'd be splayed out on the back of the Jeep with a tourniquet. Yeah. Yeah, on your face. Yeah, yeah. That's give her, give her the Oscar years and years later. Do you have any any favorite? Uh, I mean, I I do genuinely love anything with Jeff Goldblum because I could just watch that man talk for ages. And he, I also, and this comes back to my being a real coward, um, which is that in films I always like, even in books, I always like when there's a scene when they're just nice and safe again. So like I love, <laughs> I do love when everyone's just back inside and they're sort of like. Okay, so everything's going wrong, but let's just have a little council of war here, you know? Yeah. I enjoy Having that. Having their lunch. Mm. He has the big bowl yeah. of jelly. Yeah. And Michael, I don't know, what, how late into the film does your favourite character die? Because Michael's favourite character is the... the. I mean, he, he doesn't... You, oh, you famously say he yeah. never does, do, does anything, but... Yeah, Muldoon. Muldoon, Muldoon the Muldoon hunter. is both my favourite character, but, but also such a disappointment because he's sort of presented as the last line of defense on the island and yeah and like he's sort of the alpha male and he's got all these cool lines of dialogue and then he just he just i honestly the first the first not even just the first time the first couple of times that i've seen that film i always expect muldoon to come back in at the end and just blow all the dinosaurs away yeah 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 like with an arm what a death scene though yeah what a way to go. yeah it's a good yeah clever girl, clever girl. yeah amazing mm. amazing yeah yeah, no, I expect him to come back just with sort of a, a, like a quite a quite a dashing scratch on his cheek and his arm in a sling, you know. But uh, yeah, like gnawing on a 
like a turkey band. How good, how good would it have been if, if in the sixth film they brought him back? That would have been incredible. Michael, you talk about him the way you talk about Daniels in The Wire. And I was once talking to you about this and you said, I wish that earlier on in the series a, wire, a, a pipe had broken in the office and Daniels had had to take his shirt off and fix it. And then we could have, because you realise as it goes on and he's, yeah, as he's, he's, he's nude more on, 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 on film that he's absolutely shredded. And Michael said, quite seriously, I wish I wish you'd been fixing a pipe. A pipe. I mean, Michael, I've yeah, seen you. I've board. seen you. I've had conversations with you where you've got giddy about men's chests and arms on TV, but never anything like the first time you saw Daniels. Oh my God! When you saw Daniels with his shirt off, you just thought, "I think I think the world changed for you. The world moved for you." Is that when? Is that when Michael first changed sex? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But between Cedric Daniels and now Muldoon, I mean, I'm really piecing together the kind of man you go for, which is a, a man who's larger than charge, you know, who's, who's, who's uh, I don't think that's what that means, is it? Go with it. Um, and a man who's in authority, a man in uniform. Mm. Um, or ideally <laughs> not in uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, Muldoon, Muldoon commands a lot of respect for a guy who's wearing shorts, you know? I like that. I like that a lot. If you were to rate Michael the number no top five uh, actors' chests, who would it be? <laughs> is Daniels one? Daniels is right. It's more. It's so unexpected. I know. I know who it is for you. It's Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Maybe in in the Hunt for Red October. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a very. I mean, has anyone ever been more attractive than Alec Baldwin on Hunt for Red October? Well, he's certainly doing his best to, 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 to tear that to shreds. Uh, 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 Daniels, uh, Muldoon. Like the rock, but that's more an arm thing, is it? Yeah. Do I talk about this a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about the incredibly wide torso of Adam Driver? Like, you need a widescreen TV big, to see. He's, he's a, a big, big dude. Oh, I know who, no, I know who your other one is. Who's that guy uh, who was Superman? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. You love Henry Cavill. <laughs> You absolutely love Henry Michael, Cavill. do you think you look a little bit like Henry Cavill as well, by any chance? Is there a small element of that in this? I think he'd feel so safe in his pocket. You know, like, Just put him under his arm. His yeah. yeah, yeah, you and Henry Cavill like, snuggling in. This is... And it's not a sexual thing, it's a safe thing. A, a safe, cozy yeah. thing. Oh, God, I, like, it's true. It's true, I think all these things. But but I didn't realise I communicated them so openly and so frequently. I think you rang me when you watched that episode of The Wire. I did. I paused it when I rang you. And I was like, you. Why didn't you tell me to skip straight to season three? Oh, man. Oh, God. Well, I have a text here from the 25th of October, 2020, when oh. I told Hugh I was watching The Wire for the first time. And he said, you should talk to Michael about Daniels. He gets quite giggly when, when he takes his shirt off. So... I mean, long pattern of behavior there. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever texted Michael just just the two of us actually. I should start. Have you, you try put it his have you put his it. name on the number? Is he still plus 353? Three? <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> and then I texted you back to say I asked Michael about Daniels and he sent me a voice note where he giggled uncontrollably in the middle of it. Uh, Will is just confirming <laughs> he's still Michael is still plus 353 f- three, etc. So <sighs> We'll get there, Will. It's only we'll been a year and a half. <laughs> That's so fucking bad. I've just never needed to save your number because you're the only one in the group who doesn't have a name. <laughs> Anya has a name. <laughs> 
on some level do you think kind of think michael is kind of an ai <laughs> some sort of chatbot yeah maybe no i, I don't think an ai could replicate this sort of behavior it's so unpredictable <laughs> and if they could i think we have a lot to worry about yeah. the rise of the machines yeah if yeah. michael is a cyborg like the, the singularity <laughs> has happened and i use that word without knowing what it means <laughs> Michael, would Arnold speaking of the rise of machine? Would Arnold Schwarzenegger be he? Would he be one of your favorite chess? <laughs> he's 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 uh yeah yeah <laughs> like you, you've, you've <laughs> backed back me to a corner. You've back, with you've backed me to a corner now. <laughs> but chess chess. If I'm asked, yeah, get it off your chest with Michael. <laughs> Is he? Does he go shirtless yeah. in Commando? I mean, I guess I mean, he doesn't go shirted <laughs> in Commando. <laughs> yeah, I think there'd be something quite upsetting about. Arnold Schwarzenegger having no pants on but a top on. <laughs> Onya, it's not a good look for news. anyone. No, Anybody, no. Yeah. yeah, I think The Rock would struggle if you caught him and he was wearing like a, a polo shirt and no pants. <laughs> but socks. <laughs> yeah, and you just kind of caught him like when he was trying to get dressed. I, I, mean, I don't think there's anyone who could... That may be the only look that no one can look good in. Mm. <laughs> it's like what occasionally, and, and particularly because it's the summer now, what occasionally will happen is I'll be wearing a t-shirt and shorts, right, and, and runners. And then, but if I'm going to go... Let's say I'm down in Kerry at the moment. I'm going to go for a swim. So I want to put on my, my swimming shorts instead of the shorts I'm wearing. So I take off the shorts I'm wearing and then put on the swimming shorts. But it means there's a moment where I have a t-shirt, socks <laughs> yeah, and yeah, runners yeah. on and nothing yeah. else. And it's, it's not like good. A, you're like a baby. Or Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. To go back to Jurassic Park, could I ask, how would you resuscitate the franchise? Do you think, or do you think it's like? <laughs> I it's, thought you were going to say a dinosaur. Yeah. Or do you, you think lie the on top of three film is the is as good as it's going to get? Yeah, I don't think you need to do anything else. You know, I was it's thinking, like I was thinking, it's leave like it not, alone. not every. Yeah, I, not everything has to be a franchise. You know, like you look at something like The Usual Suspects, and you're like. What a great film. Like, we just don't need to do anything else with that. You know, like, 12 Angry Men. It's like, well, we could have 13 Angry Men. I think they should have had 12 Angry Men. Dominion. (laughs) (laughs) Fallen jury. 12 Angry World. Um, No, I just just don't think it needs resuscitating. It's a great film. I mean... I'm between two minds about it. I was thinking about this. I, I think what's useful about the sequels is they prove how hard it was to make the first one really good and that the first one is really good because you could just watch Jurassic Park and be like well it's just it's just dinosaurs dinosaurs are cool that's why everyone likes this film but when you see other people try and make films that have dinosaurs in them or are Jurassic Park sequels and they're crap it shows you how good the first one is mm. like not only are all the sequels bad but nobody else has even tried to make a film with dinosaurs in it because it would just mm. be seen as a less yeah. good version of Jurassic Park because they basically mm. own it now and like Steven yeah, Spielberg true. Steven Spielberg doesn't it's the only sequel I think he's ever made is The Lost World as a cash grab and that's not as bad but it's still crap and even Michael Crichton wrote that book as a dare because he wrote the other book and then was like oh fuck it I can write a sequel but like there's no sequel to E.T. there's no sequel to Minari Report there's no sequel to Catch Me If You Can there's no sequel to Schindler's List there's no sequel to any of the great Spielberg movies because there shouldn't be and there shouldn't be a sequel to Jurassic Park it should just stand alone as this like mm, mm. incredible vision of a writer and a director and yeah. leave it alone. Like, I would, I would Men in Black flash all of the memories of the other films out of everyone's minds. I think that's what I would do to to save it. I'd love to have the original flash out of my mind and rewatch it. So it's time for our third and final crypto di- uh, cryptic dino clue. You said, um, they, you said they got harder, so this one's going to be terrible. This, they got harder. I also think you you liked the first one. You didn't like the second one. 
I think this one's going to redeem it. I really hope it is. Okay, so again, guess the dinosaur. A German man told me how Sharon Osbourne's husband treated her sprained wrist. That is, a German man told me how Sharon Osbourne's husband treated her sprained okay, wrist. Okay, so the first answer I've thought of is Herazi Doc Arm. <laughs> but I don't think... It's so, it's so close. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've got Herr is a German man. No. No, no, no it's a Hans. German's name. Maybe Hans. Is it a is it a Hans? The, no, I, Dare? I would, is it D E R? It's 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 hard. No, it's it's how a German man would say a certain word, but I've given you no clue as to the word. That's dumb. Okay, that's a different thing. What's the rest of the clue? A, a German man, Sharon Osbourne's husband, told me. A German man told me how Sharon Osbourne's husband treated her sprained wrist. So Ozzy, is there is there a dinosaur with splint in its name? Is it like splint, splintosaurus? Hugh, the, Hugh, the bit that you've got is the middle. Is the middle? Cast. Oh, Hugh, the, Ozzy cast. The, no. The, no, Hugh, the bit that you've got is the middle of it. Yeah, it's the middle of the. So, but the first part, we just have to find. Uh, we just have to go through all the words in a German. That a German could say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would come to that art, last. Art okay. and how he treats the splint wrist. So we've got cast. We've got splint. We've got. Uh, what else could you do? Is this Saurus again? <laughs> like physio, uh, dry needling, acupuncture, uh, bandage, rap, 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 Aussie rap. Is it is Velociraptor? Velociraptor. Vel, Aussie raptor. Velociraptor. Aussie raptor. That's it. Oh, That's the dear. one. You're right, Michael. You're right. It redeemed it. So good. Michael, so can I ask? I, I really want to know the specifics of when you woke up at three in the morning. Like, yeah. what happened? Like, so you're in bed and it's dark, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Why did you wake up? Like, take me from from get waking up and then go deciding to go back to sleep. Well, he woke up. He plugged himself back. Yeah. In. yeah he powered himself. His wife powered him up. I moved over to my docking port. Yeah. Uh, no, I woke There's up. No way to talk about your wife. Uh, and I mean, it's not. It's not completely true but i basically i basically woke up with these two things fully formed in my head and just wrote them down and fell back to sleep wrote so, them down yeah. on, on your phone or on a piece yeah, of paper? on my phone on my phone yeah yeah you woke yeah. up wrote them down and went back to sleep yeah 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 there you are and do you Straight remember doing that dreams I, I think if you don't remember doing that we could we could all have a lot of fun just leaving notes written beside michael's bed so that he wakes up and thinks is that a great idea you know I will kill again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sleeping Michael said it. We just memento him. Uh, so, so we've, um, you know, taken the taken the Jurassic Park tour, and we're coming to the. I'd like to say the gift shop, but actually we're being we're being airlifted off by a, a, a helicopter. Yeah. Do, do we have any? Do we have any actual cons about this film? Because we didn't talk about one of the other biggest pros, which is the music. Apart from singing it at the start, like the music is obviously oh, yeah. perfect yeah, and incredible. Yeah. Friends, yeah. friends of the pod got married to the music, um, which is <laughs> yeah. an incredible, uh, incredible moment. I also yeah. saw a screening. Of- I was at that same screening, Hugh. In where was it? In, with the orchestra, where the orchestra the, played the, Grand the Canal music live, Theater? and yeah, and oh, it was, wow. but yeah. it was amazing. But it was very emotional. I think, yeah, you know, yeah, like it was you really heavy. got caught up in it all. Ah, nothing like a live clarinet, you know. <laughs> I've always said it. 
<laughs> That's one of the lines that Anya read in the script, isn't it? But I, I don't think, I don't think we haven't. You guys tried to start us off with a fake con, which is, isn't it terrible that there's some film in this film? Um, <laughs> but are there any actual? Are there any actual cons um, in this film? Like, uh, the, the age gap between the uh, that was interesting. We should two. talk about this. Like they apparently they didn't even realize that themselves. There's a story that yeah. Sam Neill was reading about and goes, "Oh, she was meant to be 18, and I was meant to be 46." And what? Didn't really realize that. What? Like, like, or there's meant to be like a 20. She's 20 years older than, than she is. In the yeah, world. and yeah, apparently yeah. that's what they, the characters were meant to be that different. And it's like, oh, that that is a little weird, but nobody really noticed at the time because. But that's also like very powerful yeah. course in all Hollywood movies yeah. of that era. I suppose the other thing I'd say is it's a very, like, it's a very chaste relationship. You know, yeah. Like it's not. Is it, it's is not it even... a big. Uh, there's. They don't even no, there's do like, no. it's it's when it's when she realizes he's good with kids or something like that that then you see that. But like it's not like I don't know. It's not the center of the Guys, movie. Guys, I'll level with you. I saw the headline. They spoke about it and they said, "Oh, there's a big age gap." I thought I'll try and find a con. <laughs> Sounds like one. Will, to be honest, I'm just glad you've seen this film because you've seen oh, so few. You have. You know? <laughs> yeah. All the ones in the nineties. Can I call out one other great? Uh, uh, moment in the film which is where um sam neil is in the helicopter and it's bumping and he can't get his seat belts to work and what he's, up. what he's doing is he's he's putting the two uh i think it's the two female ends of the seatbelt connector together and they're not they're not matching so he just ties them together and that is a very succinct summary of what the dinosaurs themselves do there's there's you know they're all supposed to be female they're all supposed to be male and yet they make it work and it's it's Life a, finds it's, a way but can I say, Michael, that even if it is the correct terminology, hearing you talk about the female ends of seatbelts is one of the creepiest mm. moments of We're going to have to do away with those terms, aren't we? We're going to have to do away with it. It's not, it's not a nice, the male socket. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No. Does anyone say it? That's not a thing. Yeah, male to female that. XLR cables. Yeah, yeah cable yeah, people the... talk about it all the time. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. move to our final judgments. Uh, Michael and I obviously don't have a vote. Uh, do you want to take it away, Hugh? Yeah, I mean, I actually something that didn't come up during this podcast because we didn't ask our normal question of how you, um, I suppose, I guess, how you came across Jurassic Park the first time. I didn't watch Jurassic Park as a child. I didn't watch it until I was in college, until I was an adult. But uh, since then, Wild. I've watched it Wild. many, many times, and uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's incredible. I think it still looks as good as, even though I didn't see it in 1993, as it must have looked in 1993. I think it's just brilliant i will watch it many many more times and yeah I, I don't think i don't think we've had many cons to throw it it's been a bit of a jurassic park loving but um yeah. yeah look it's a legitimate like from me well i think there's a bit too much film in this film <laughs> it's pronounced film. Uh, sorry i think there's too much film in this movie um no i love it it's an amazing film i watched it when i was a kid uh, one of my birthdays I went to see Jurassic Park 3 and then spent the rest of the day with my friends on my climbing frame in the garden pretending to be the flying ones and it was fantastic um, I went, I'm very also very happy to learn that there was actually a book because I went to World Book Day at school I dressed up as Dr. Malcolm which meant I just borrowed a, a leather jacket shirt open yeah yeah Chester Kimbo. I, I once went to a I once went to a costume party which was Jurassic Park themed and I went as a lock salesman 
just carrying locks around and I got a t-shirt printed up which was called No More Raptors was the name of the company that I'd founded and the back of it was like ask about our dinosaur proof doors like I'd gotten deep into <laughs> Jurassic Park meta humor as a 20 year old I was terrible like you would not like you would have liked me well nobody else would have but yeah so you you made like some you became you cosplayed some fan fiction I cosplayed my own <laughs> dinosaur door salesman fan fiction <laughs> Yeah. So how do you think he got into the game of like how do you think he started? Was I think he, he just, just saw the film with a- yeah <laughs> and and looked at his door and said some money in that. <laughs> Wait, so you think in the world that he exists in, Jurassic Park was made into a film? Yes, it was like a documentary. Yeah, it is it a like documentary. Tiger King. Of sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dick. Um, I have so many more questions about this character. Uh, what yeah. particular locks did you buy? Um, I bought a slidey lock, um, and I bought one of the chain ones as well because I thought that was a bit yeah. fidgety, but they're very strong. Uh, and then I just bought a just a good old fashioned chub lock, um, which is not. <laughs> Where did you go to buy them? I bought and them in a hardware store. <laughs> I said I was doing up some doors at home because of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> The t-shirt printing was way worse, way, way worse. Like going to the printer place to get a, to get that t-shirt made up was tougher. Yeah. I said it was in a and play. remind the world of the time Hugh had a job as a secret shopper and you had to go to Woody's so oh, yeah. to pretend that you were doing <laughs> up your house. But to buy some yeah. magnolia paint. Yeah. Magnolia <laughs> paint, doing up your granny's house. Yeah. And, uh, but it was great because obviously the problem with being a secret shopper, sometimes you buy the thing and then you can bring it back because obviously you don't want to spend a lot of money on stuff you don't want but for this one i was just meant to ask about stuff i was also asking about uh, bedding plants in the uh, in the garden part of woody's having but sex then, with flowers uh, my i had my yeah. i had my great uh, my great get out which was because they were like oh do you want it and i was like sure, listen i'm on the bike today but i'll come back up to you another day there was also onya i once had to buy a jumper in arnott's and i got you to return it for me do you remember that no. oh yeah when we were working together, one of my things was I had to buy a jumper in Arnott's. I had to spend like 90 really? euro on a jumper in Arnott's. Jesus. A horrible jumper. And then I got you to bring it back because I was too embarrassed. <laughs> so you brought it back the following day. And apparently they kept trying to figure out because you just wanted a refund. You obviously didn't want, you know, a replacement. Yes. And apparently you just sort of kept looking at them sadly and saying, it's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally wiped this from my yeah. mind. Did you? Did I get a cut of the money or anything? No, because I did. Um, I think I must have brought you for a couple of those Eddie Rockets when I was I was secret shopping them. No, no, definitely didn't get a did secret shopping or a Rockets. counter. I got a lot of burgers out of that. Again, one of the bizarre segments of my life when I do many things to earn money. But the point is, <laughs> yes, well, I'm in the middle of telling you. I love Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm yeah. very excited to find out there actually was a book because I went to World Book Day and it was after the films had come out quite recently and people were like, Jurassic Park's a film. And I was like, yeah, there's actually a book of it. I, I just lied to all the children in the class. So I'm very happy to learn that. Um, I watched it I watched it years ago and then re-watched it one Christmas and I was like, oh, I'll put it on in the background and then was utterly hooked. And I was like, I had no recollection of how terrifying and tense this film is. Like when they're hanging over the edge when they're climbing over the electric fence while the other lads are turning the power on. Holy guacamole. It's a big old legitimate like from me, um, which doesn't leave much tension for Deck. But I think if there's no. anyone no. to bring this, this truck on a rail into the station, dinosaur free, it would be him. 
Well, if, if we do want, it has been a bit of a love, and I, I do think the film's basically perfect. It's like a series of short chase movies, like, um, and great, like, kind of sit down play scenes. It's like Jaws is hidden in this film if you just shot the Velociraptor yeah, scenes because yeah. the Velociraptors eat somebody at the start, then they're kind of terrifying and you don't see them and then they get eaten, eat more people at the end. So there's like a whole chase movie inside the movie as well. I think it's amazing. The, the hot take I have, considering we all love this film so much, is I think this film is so good that I think Jurassic Park is cooler than dinosaurs are themselves. I think Jurassic <laughs> Park made dinosaurs cool more than yeah. dinosaurs made Jurassic Park cool. Because I think in the nineties, kids liked dinosaurs. In the in the nineteenth century, British people liked building like little statues of dinosaurs that they thought were dinosaurs. But like dinosaurs were for kids, and now dinosaurs are, I think, this huge cool thing because of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And even yeah. when you have all these documentaries about, like, don't mind Jurassic Park, dinosaurs didn't look or sound like that. They were actually birds with no necks. Everyone's like, shut up, nerds. Jurassic <laughs> Park is cooler than dinosaurs. That's my my hot take. Wow. And so, Jack, your right, vote Jack. is? It's it's a legitimate like, and dinosaurs are not a legitimate like. Jurassic Park oh, wow. is a legitimate like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, it's it's three for three, and, and I feel our producers would, would make it 5-0 had they votes. So am I right, guys? I'm on board. I'm on board, yeah, absolutely. Guys, could we make a could we make a film about um, a park with loads of back pain called Thoracic Park? <laughs> We just need to get the investment. Just a load of Can we, if we Ooh. were, if if the five of us were being cast, who would play which roles? I'd be. Uh, I think Onya. I think you'd be John Hammond. Yeah, because like you've really upset Michael there. Like Michael's can... like, I'm the billionaire. I'm the no, billionaire megalomaniac. Think... I'm obviously <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. No, Deck is Jeff Goldblum. No, Anya, That's yeah, very Deck kind. I don't Deck, think I am. Deck is definitely Jeff Goldblum. You talk, Jeff, Deck. <laughs> we've spent a lot of time together, and there are times when you start talking about stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know what any of this means, but it sounds great. Yeah, you know? and Anya, no, because I think you'd have such this great vision, and it wouldn't go right, but it wouldn't be your fault, and you've done it with the best will in the world, and you yeah. like kids, and yeah, no, so that's yeah. you're je- definitely John Hammond. I'm I'm the uh, I'm the dinosaur with the frilly neck. That's, <laughs> that's me, yeah. Dilophosaurus. That's yeah, great. another thing. Well, I think up. you and I are probably yeah. both Tim. Who's <laughs> oh, Tim? The kid, the, kid. the boy, the yeah. child. Yeah. Do you know what? No, I think you'd be more scared, and the girl is more scared. Lex is more scared than Tim. Mm. We're the kids, Hugh. Yeah, we're the way. kids. Either You're way, we're the me. kids. You, yeah. you could be the girl. Okay, I'll, I'll be Lex. And you could be Tim. I, th- I, I, I think you're. I think you could be a bit of a Sam Neil here. Like, there's a kind of a like a a quiet kind of competence to you. Like, I think if you were lost in the park with anyone here, never mind Michael and his camping bullshit. Like, I think Hugh <laughs> might get us out of the park alive. I would just babble and talk nonsense uh, i think so, i think yeah, the only think... reason i would get us out or the only reason i'd have a good chance is because i'd be so scared that i would be the one who would be desperate to get out of the park like mm. i think everyone else would want to stay and see some dinosaurs and i'd be like no i just need to go home now and have some yogurt you'd have your bike tethered at the at the at the yeah, jetty yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i've, I've <laughs> definitely seen you in a car just put a, an empty bottle out in the rain and just collect rainwater <laughs> and drink it like that's a very huge <laughs> thing to do you know <laughs> Living off the land, living off the sky. Yeah. Well, that's it. We've officially Jurassic Park is in the hall of the hall of champions. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, full court press. Deck, thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming back. Have no, you had a nice guys, time? it's been it's been delightful. It has been a, an absolute uh, gem of an evening. So yeah, thanks for having me on. And anytime 
you want to discuss something uh, as good as Jurassic Park, give me a call. That'll be that'll be never, but uh, no, it's been a delight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back. We would love to. Onya, Michael, thanks as always. Uh, oh, a fly landed on me. I missed him. A warning to the others. Yeah. <laughs> Death toll from tonight. Thanks, yeah. Will. Uh, thanks, you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Will. Had a great time. Uh, if you like legitimate likes, tell everybody about it. Um, tweet us. Follow us on Instagram. And um, that's probably it. I probably should have said that in a less clunky way. But this is the way it's happened. Goodbye, everybody. There are dinosaurs over there. Bye. 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 Welcome. <laughs> <laughs>